What's going on, guys? Macho Man Maddie Savage here from the Smack Talk team. It's a new week, so it's time for another Raw recap. Guys, we're talking the May 31st edition, the Memorial Day edition of Monday Night Raw. Guys, let's get right into it. Three hours, 15 minutes of your time. Let's ride. First segment we had, Miz TV. So the Miz is back. Um, rumors came out that he had uh, torn his ACL, would be out for about nine months. He was only out for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm assuming he's probably still not going to be in in-ring action, but nevertheless, Miz TV was still a thing, him alongside Johnny Drip Drip. And his guests on this this edition of Miz TV, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Um, really, what did this do for the feud? Not much. Uh, we already know what Charlotte wants. It's the Raw Women's Championship. We know what Rhea Ripley brings to the table, um, but what transitioned here was the reappearance once again of Nikki Cross. So once again, she comes out, uh, she starts to mention that she wants to be the next one in line to challenge for the Raw Women's Championship um, if she can beat Charlotte Flair. So uh, if you guys recall from last week, the Beat the Clock Challenge, uh, Nikki Cross survived two minutes with Rhea Ripley. So Charlotte says that she can beat her in under two minutes, so let's get the Beat the Clock Challenge going again. Uh, so before I get into that, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Johnny Drip Drip. The man was wearing a necklace full of garlic. Uh, he's trying to keep away the vampires, the uh, whatever, the, the zombies away from him ever since the WrestleMania backlash, but you just got to give a shout-out to him for that extra attention to detail with his character. Man... Shout out to Johnny Drip Drip. Uh, going back to Nikki Cross versus Charlotte Flair. Two minutes on the clock. Boom. Nikki Cross is just running around the ring, getting away from Charlotte. And she survives the two minutes. Um, again, what does this really do for Nikki Cross? Not much because she still hasn't officially beat either of them. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me at this point to see her uh, be the next in line, even though, again, she hasn't actually pinned either of them. She's just survived two minutes uh, in the ring with each of them. So uh, doesn't do much again for the Raw Women's Championship, but hey, it's something a little different from what we, we've been seeing, um, and we'll see how it plays out in the coming weeks leading up to Hell in a Cell. Moving on now, we, we let's get into Randy Orton and Riddle, RK, Team RK, bro. This week we get Goatee Randy Orton. He's got a goatee now. Um, he takes on Xavier Woods. If you guys recall last week's episode of Raw, Riddle took on Woods in a great back-and-forth match and surprisingly won by hitting an RKO. This week, again, a good back-and-forth match between Orton and Xavier Woods, and Orton picks up the win by hitting Riddle's bro Derek. So an interesting twist here. Looks like they're one-upping one another using each other's moves. Uh, but you just got to appreciate that these two are connecting as a tag team. It is entertaining. Um, their backstage segments anyway, and in the ring, of course, as well. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see these two get a tag team title shot in the, in the near future at all. Um, so keep shout out to both of them. Let's keep this thing going. So let's talk about now Shayna Baszler and Reginald, Reggie, whatever you want to call his ass. Um, last week's episode of Raw ended with, Shayna Baszler uh, getting cost the match by some interference again uh, due to Reginald being out there, even though she had asked for him to not 
interfere in her her and Nia Jax's matches, and she basically challenged Reginald to a one-on-one match, and that's what we got here on this episode of Raw. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Reginald, and one would expect that Shayna Baszler would take the dub here, but she's got this uh, little feud going with Alexa Bliss, it seems, with the pyro and the fire popping up, and once again, that did happen, and it did distract Shayna Baszler. Uh, long enough for Reginald to actually pick up a roll-up victory. Um, damn shame to see, honestly, Shayna Baszler uh, fall to where she's fallen. She's been the the fall woman for that tag team, her and Nia Jax. Uh, and now she's falling to Reginald, who is just Reginald. Uh, so we'll get into a little more of what happens with Shayna Baszler and Reginald and Alexa Bliss later on in this recap. Moving on, let's talk quickly about Mace and T-Bar. Uh, they're back again on Raw. I mean, they're they're there one week, not there the next. But don't worry, they are future Raw Tag Team Champions, and they're trying to get some some kind of something going. And but this week they take on the Lucha House Party, um, a dominant victory, a double choke slam for the win. And what does it do for them? Nothing. We'll see if they keep this momentum going and actually do earn a, a tag title shot. But for right now, it seems like they're back in limbo and have no real sense of direction other than claiming that they will be Raw Tag Team Champions one day. Now we get into the United States title picture. Sheamus has been uh, feuding with both Ricochet and Humberto Carrillo over the past uh, couple weeks now. Uh, this week, Sheamus comes out. He's pissed off that these guys are just getting into his business. Uh, and he challenges each of them. First, he gets uh, Ricochet. Uh, Sheamus versus Ricochet once again. Uh, Humberto Carrillo's music hits mid-match. It, it disrupts, obviously. It distracts Sheamus enough for Ricochet to get the victory, a roll-up victory for, for Ricochet. And next up, right back-to-back, we get now Sheamus versus Humberto Carrillo. Highlight here, stiff Stiff shot to the nose. Sheamus was busted open. He trooped through, though. Um, trooped through enough to get another loss. Uh, this time, it's Ricochet causing the distraction and Humberto Carrillo getting the win. Um, so, again, where are they really heading with the, this feud remains to be seen. My guess, again, as I mentioned last week, is that I think they're heading in a triple threat match for Hell in a Cell. Um, but at least it's something a little different from what we've been seeing um, they are trying to at least utilize the, the likes of Humberto Carrillo, very talented superstar. Uh, Ricochet, of course, we, we know what he's able to bring to the table. Hasn't really had that opportunity over the past year. Um, so it's nice to see him at least becoming a reoccurring character here on Raw. And you've got someone like Sheamus that can propel him to that next level. So liking what I'm seeing on that end. Uh, let's get into the women's tag team division now. Uh, Y'all know how I feel about that. It's a straight waste of time, but I will give credit where credit is due. Uh, This week's episode of Raw saw Naomi and Lana take on Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, and although it's just repetitive with the same group of tag teams, there was actually some decent action. These these four women actually gave it all they had. Um, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke come out on top, um, basically putting their name back into the hat feeling that they deserve an opportunity to take on Natalia and Tamina, who were on commentary for this match. Um, so we'll see where that comes, where that leads to in the coming weeks. 
Now let's get into Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Guys, this is probably the worst part of the show, unfortunately. Um, over the past uh, three weeks, obviously, you guys know Cedric and Shelton Benjamin as a tag team are no more. Uh, they've exchanged uh, victories. One first week was Shelton Benjamin, and last week was Cedric Alexander. So, of course, we're going to get the rubber match here. The, the third match, who's going to come out on top in this feud? And this match lasted all of about 30 seconds, if that. Um, very disappointing, honestly. Um, I, I thought they'd give him a lot more time. Uh, Shelton Benjamin took a rake to the eyes from Cedric, and Cedric hit the finisher, and that is it. So I don't know if that's really going to be the end of the feud, but if that's how they're going to end it, that's a damn shame for both of the superstars involved. So we'll see what happens with that. Now we get into the Raw Tag Team titles. Uh, this was advertised, of course. Elias and Jackson Riker have been a thorn in AJ Styles and Omos's side. And over the past couple weeks, Jackson Riker obviously getting uh, probably the biggest win of his career last week on Raw over AJ Styles. And they're rewarded with a Raw Tag Team title match on this episode. Um, so AJ Styles and Omos uh, do get the win. They do retain the titles. Uh, but, but the highlight here was the fact that when it came down to it, it was Jackson Riker and AJ Styles in the ring. Both went for tags. As soon as Omos was tagged, Elias gets off of the apron and leaves Jackson Riker out with the Wolves. And that's the end of that. So right after that, when they came back from break, uh, there was a little backstage interview with Elias and Kevin Patrick. And basically Elias stated that he does started talking about getting back on the road of course that's a big push right now with wwe returning to the road in uh the middle of july and elias basically stated that he's just sick of jackson Riker by his side and he, he doesn't he's not interested in um going on the road with them so i guess that's the end of elias and jackson Riker. um can't really say i'm too mad at it honestly it didn't really seem like they had much of a direction as a tag team um, I've always felt that Elias worked better on his own, um, you know, walking with Elias and being the drifter. And so hopefully he, he gets back into that role. Um, I would expect to see a little feud with him and Jackson Riker, of course, maybe over the coming weeks. But I'm not even sure if that'll even make it to Raw or if it'll be relegated to main event. So we'll see what happens from there. Uh, let's quickly talk now again about Alexa Bliss. Shayna Baszler, Reginald's, Alexis Playground. Um, so, again, as, as I mentioned, Reginald got the big win. Uh, Alexa Bliss uh, invited him to Alexis Playground for an interview, and he, he joins her. And uh, Shayna Baszler makes an appearance on the playground. She obviously must know where Alexis Playground is located because she appeared. She took out Reginald, sat on the swing, and basically started to say that she – um, is fed up with Alexa Bliss, and you know w what she does is take care of business. So basically, it looks like she's called out Alexa Bliss for a one-on-one -on -one match next week on Raw. That's kind of what I took away from it. Uh, nothing's been booked yet officially, um, but it wouldn't surprise me to see that happen and to see Shayna probably taking yet another loss. Um, and she did mention that Lily is just a stupid doll, so. We'll see what happens next week on that one. 
So now we get into our main event here. The the big the big push of the show was the one-on-one matchup between Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston to determine who would be the number one contender for Bobby Lashley's WWE Championship at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Um, Lashley and MVP were barred from ringside. If they would interfere at all, they would be suspended 90 days, no pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, Bobby Lashley and MVP just stood in the back in their little uh, VIP lounge with the woman, and we got to see a hell of a matchup between Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston. It was hyped throughout the night. Uh, multiple video packages shown, backstage interviews with Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston at two, uh, different times. Um, very well-built match. I'm very happy to see that this was your main event, and it delivered. Uh, I had a little bit of a hope that WWE would switch gears and go with Kofi Kingston here uh, to get the opportunity to kind of just put something fresh into uh, Bobby Lashley's title reign. Um, But they stood pat with their plan, and it is Drew McIntyre, man. Drew McIntyre gets the win with a hell of a Claymore kick on Kofi Kingston. It's actually the the picture on this recap, which you guys will see. Um, Kofi Kingston jumping off the top rope. Hit with the Claymore for the one, two, three. Drew McIntyre is moving on to Hell in a Cell once again to challenge Bobby Lashley for, I believe now the third time, is the third time a charm for the Scottish Warrior. That remains to be seen. I hope not, honestly. I hope Bobby Lashley's reign will continue. Um, They've got a couple weeks now to build what's already been built over the past three months between McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, but nevertheless, a really good closeout. Uh, to the show. Um, my rating for this episode of Raw last week, I gave it a flat, I believe it was a D minus because I was just disgusted at what I saw. Um, but honestly, what I saw this week, great wrestling, great storytelling throughout for the most part. Again, some downfall with Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. But nevertheless, I'm going to definitely upgrade this episode of Raw. Great main event. Uh, I'm going to give this one a um, probably a C plus right around the middle, kind of moving towards a B. Um, but yeah, that's my rating for this uh, this week's of Raw. Uh, there it is. Three hours, 15 minutes of your time. It's really that simple, guys. I will see you all next week. And as always, thank you for tuning in.